Hello and welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the manga podcast where every week we read all the chapters in Shonen Jump, as well as another collected volume of manga. I'm your host, Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. And this week we read Jujutsu Kaisen, volume four. Mm-hmm. People had their souls shaped. People people lived. Yep. People didn't live. People were revealed to have been alive the entire time. Yes. Before that, though, we have Shonen Jump, starting with One Piece chapter 1104, Thank You, Daddy. Which I have to try to remember because I read One Piece chapter 1105 this morning. Gotcha. And was like, why don't I remember talking about 1104 yet? And that's when I remembered we hadn't recorded this podcast yet. What did you think of this chapter of One Piece, Kevin? I really liked this chapter of One Piece. I really liked Kuma punching out St. Saturn. That was the big climactic moment. I didn't like it as much. It looked really sketchy it, to it me. It did. That uh, was... There was no note this week anywhere about it not being finished, but it really reminded me of those. That's, panels and it wasn't as effective as it was there because it's an action scene and even though it's high emotion yeah it's not a big crying scene i was gonna say that it felt like that like it, that panel did not get finished correctly a lot of this had a rushed feeling because we also have like a anime style montage at the start mm-hmm. of a bunch of stuff that just happened which i almost never see in manga certainly not one piece mm-hmm. I, I get why oda might have thought it was earned but that combined with the sketchy drawing felt- that's fair I just still really liked it. I liked the bit of Saturn being like, I hit the self-destruct switch months ago. Why isn't he dead? And Vegapunk being like, but that, like, it destroyed his mind. Why, why isn't he dead? I'm so lost now. What do you mean you hit the button? Yeah, and now they're going to bust your call, which, mm-hmm. frankly, I'm surprised they hadn't already. I think this is supposed to be a big raising of the stakes, and it kind of is. But Egghead has, has a big force field, and I assume that's why the Navy wasn't. Yeah. Bombarding it. Not because Saturn didn't say, hey, nuke him from orbit yet. Yeah, I figured it was because it had the giant force field, although didn't didn't they take that down? Wasn't that one of the things that happened? I Isn't that how Kuma got in here? I mm, he must have. Yeah, you must be right, because Kuma did get in here, and I don't know because I thought how that would have happened otherwise. That's how Porcelino, what's his other name? Kazaro. That's how Kazaro, because he can became he can become light. He made it into the force field, and I think he he did something to it or something. Like I just assumed the force field went down. It's like, all right, now we launch the Buster call. I thought it was still up because Saturn was summoned like Satan. So mm-hmm. I believe that can go through the force field. And Kizaru was a, oh, I can go faster than light, and it's a light force field. Yep. Maybe, though. Maybe they just got those good force field penetrating rounds. Maybe. Uh, anything else you want to say about One Piece? Nope. Next, we have a Kanabanashi story 94. This is a major event. <laughs> Big news. Yes. Uh, This is the one where J.P. Morgan shows up and is like, (laughs) big news. Akati's going to be in a show and her dad's going to see it. Mm -hmm. Big news. I liked it. I liked the bit with her doing the Rakugo in her her street clothes, essentially, because she's like, well, I'm going to be, you know, doing this performance like I'm speaking in a modern vernacular. So why not dress like somebody from this time too yeah i like the stakes of everything building up i like the pressure on the guy of like ah, oh, do it, should i recommend her if she's good enough when this guy told me not to yep yeah i, I think it's all pretty good mm-hmm. next we have mission years Akura family mission 210 guardian hifumi which i i thought i was charmed by this chapter for the first time in a long time yeah i like mission years Akura family with this cat girl being like oh she reminds me of my sibling i can't i can't kill a four-year-old look at how cute she is yeah I could just snipe her from here, but she is too cute. Yep. <laughs> the top of you like, that's our enemy. And you can be like, nah, it's a cute cat girl. 
She's fine, probably. Cute cat girls can't be our enemies. That just doesn't make sense. And then I do like the panel at the end with Asa and that younger sibling being like, so you think she's doing a good job? No. Like both of them just. <laughs> yeah. Nah, she's probably like, oh man, this is cute. And or dying. She's probably fucking it up. Next we have Sakamoto Days, Days 151. Nagamo versus Gaku. It's more fight. Yep. I did like this. Yeah. Other than not really being sure what happened in the last panel, but I assume that's going to be explained. It, he had an invisible sword. Well, yes, but I, I got that much. But And then he stabbed the guy through like the heart? Y- yes, I just, where okay. did he get an invisible sword? It's a little deus ex machina, is I guess what I mean more than I don't know what's going on. Yeah, but You're we, correct, he had an invisible sword. We didn't know where he was getting his other, like, was his weapon changing? or? I guess that's true. Maybe he's always had invisible swords. Yeah, well, I think he just always had an invisible sword, but I just like that line at the end of, uh, you know, de- uh, killing his deception. Because the one guy being like, ah, yeah, you know, the, the most important part about a, a weapon is power. And I like the other one of like, no, the most important part of a weapon is deception. Yeah, if you're an assassin, sure. Power's good, too. Power's good for fighting Goku. Power is good, but deception's a very important part of combat, just in general. That's true. Anything else you want to say about it? It is all nope. just k- 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 combat. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, that takes us to Martial Master Asami, round 29, his prime, which I really, really liked. Mm-hmm. I am very, very, very tangentially into pro wrestling. The gotcha. people who are very into pro wrestling will talk about how it's all about the choreography of the fight and like the storytelling of a fight. Yep. And that's something it shares with Shonen Manga, mm-hmm. which I am very into. And this is like A grade that I yep. feel like. Just all the counters, all the explanations of it, and there's very good visualizing of it mm-hmm. in addition to the explanations. I really, really enjoyed this chapter. Yeah, it was good. Which takes us to blue box number 133, Y, which I also really enjoyed yeah. for the opposite reasons. Yeah, that that moment of her getting injured and getting out of the game and then them losing because of it, and just the two of them at the nurse's office, hospital, I don't know exactly. I assume it's a hospital. I, I don't know if she's, like, what I mean is I don't know if they've made it to the hospital yet. I don't know if they're in, like, the sports treatment room at wherever they were playing or if they've made it to a hospital. It definitely read hospital to me. I could be wrong next week. They, they could have been. Like, like I said, I, I, I wasn't 100%. Just the fact that since both of them were there, I was like, maybe they're still at the stadium or whatever and they're just at the, the treatment room. But, yeah, that's heartbreaking. Not much more to say on that. Mm-hmm. Last but not least, we have Elusive Samurai, Chapter 141, Ike's Army 1338. I like the joke at the beginning about the scar making him harder to draw. Yes. But other than that, I just thought this chapter I was like, eh, okay, here are these guys that I remember but don't super care about. Yeah, fair enough. And so I guess this is where they are. This is how history shuffled the deck. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have much to say on this chapter. How about you? No, that's fair. All right. On that boring note, we will that will take us into Jump Card. Jump card is a segment where we rank everything in Shonen Jump, not just what we read every week. 20 this week. Usually when 
they get when all the mangaka get a couple weeks off at New Year's, they come out of the gate swinging. Some of them really did this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you have at number twenty, Kevin? Shadow Eliminators. Same. Yeah. Uh, Who cares? Disenchant. Yep. Uh, what do you have at nineteen? Nineteen is where I put Mama Yu Yu. I'm just kind of like lost on exactly what all like um. You know what I mean? Like, what's happening? Like, I was like, wasn't the last major thing that the one chick went over to the other side, and now this, there's this other chick, for, like, no reason, who's just immediately here, like, we didn't even deal with the situation? Yeah, well, because there's a panel here with the chick who's leaving. It's like, hey, there's another chick, and you should go deal with her. Okay. They'll be fine. You could probably recruit her. Okay. Because the one who tra- is tra- betraying them is trying to do a double cross. Yeah, I get that. I mean, I, I don't think it's great, but Fair. I have me and Reboco here. Fair. Literally don't remember what it was about, so probably wasn't very funny. I, I, I'll get to it when I get to it. Uh, what do you have at 18? That's where I have Cypher Academy. It's a very word-heavy puzzle, Cypher Academy, that they didn't even bother translating large portions of. Mm-hmm. And I like gave it some, the translator screwed you over bonus points, but Fair. I can super accept you putting it here for that. I do like the idea of it. I, that's that's fair. The and the whole I'm giving up because you're the first person to use codes to protect instead of obfuscate. I was like, yeah. Eh. Like I don't think it's great, but I think it's something which is more than more the more more the actually the thing that drove it down for me was at the end where it was like, and then he found the money. Really? That's I, it. I, I I took that as a narrating like like in the same way that my hero academia starts with this is the story of how I became the greatest hero. I mean, so maybe I took it in that way. We'll see next week. Yeah, I, did, I, I didn't. I don't think the next week will be the last chapter of Cipher Academy, and it will all be Danu or uh, epilogue about how he spent all the money. I think there will be more to it. Okay, but I, I, if you don't, I can see why you would not like that, because like it's very Doctor Stone that last page. It's it's a full mm-hmm. page, and like it all looks like metaphor. Although he's in a video game, so maybe it's not metaphor. Maybe he has to fight a lich to get all of the money. <laughs> A code battle. Frost Nova. Encode it. I have Kill Blue at 18. Okay. Like I've said, I'm so done Just with done this with arc. It. Yep, yep. What do you have at 17? That's where I put New Ways. Meh. Yeah, pretty meh. Uh, that's where I put Mama Yu Yu. Gotcha. So. What do you have at 16? 16 is where I put me and Robico. This was the one about that one weird crab bot. And I was oh, like, yeah. That, that had that some was okay. charm to it. Yeah, the, like, that's why it went up here. I was like, that, that was actually kind of charming. So it went up here. But See, I really didn't like the chapter until the end. That's why I put it. So fair low, fair enough. Totally like, fair. I, I do think the ending was kind of charming. That's why mm-hmm. I like, put it above at least Shadow Eliminators. But, like, no, I get you. The setup wasn't very good, I didn't think. Fair. I have new ways here at 16. Gotcha. What do you have at number 15? That's where I have Kill Blue. I'm also done, but I guess less done than you are. Uh, and that's where I have Cypher Academy. Gotcha. What do you have at number 14? That's where I have Witch Watch. Okay. Yeah, I didn't love Witch Watch this week. Yeah. There was one joke, and I can't remember it now, but I know it went above stuff because there was one joke that I de- genuinely laughed out loud at. Fair. But I can't remember now what it was at all. Yeah, I just... I, I It's completely didn't... gone from my mind mm-hmm. as a chapter. <laughs> I know it, I, I, it made me laugh, so that was good of it, but... Fair. I can't remember how or in what context or... Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's the one about her voice being... Cutie. I don't I still oh. don't remember the joke, but I do remember Gotcha. Yeah. One that's, of them like fair. genuinely got me. I have Kagurubachi here. Okay. The timer is good. Like th- this is starting to feel to me like I want this manga to be canceled so this guy can do his second manga and it can be great. Yes. Is kind of where I am at with Kagurubachi here. Yep. Yeah. It's just like, all right, so you stumbled at the start. This is kind of cool. 
but it's got such a shitty lead up that I'm like, I don't fucking care. And I don't feel like this feels like not spoilers, but like it's cool that he gets his arm cut off and obviously that's going to be fine mm-hmm. because of the healing. That's a cool idea, but like, like a lot of the stuff in here is cool ideas, but then a lot of it is also like two up its own ass, yeah. which normally I love. And like I said, I I hope this goes for like 10, 15 more chapters and gets canceled. Mm-hmm. And then this guy comes like back in like six months with, yeah. with something similar, but just different enough with everything he learned from it. Yep. Because like there's a lot of talent here, but it's not. Like I, I hope this is a good learning experience for him. Yep. And it doesn't last much longer. Yep. Or it completely like wows us with the next arc if it's popular. Yeah. If it's popular and it like, instead because it could also be like a Dragon Ball or a Yu Yu Hakusho show where it figures out what it is. Yeah. But and I don't shifts gears and then runs with it. So yeah. that's totally possible. But what do you have at thirteen? Thirteen is where I put green, green, greens. Same. Man. Um. Yeah. <laughs> the America stuff is like yeah okay like this is forward momentum. Yep. I, green Green Grains is becoming the new series I hate least, but yep. that's not saying a lot. No. Uh, what do you have at number 12? That's where I have Kagurabachi. I would agree with everything we said on it. Uh, that's where I have Witchwatch. So. Gotcha. What do you have at number 11? That's where I put My Hero. I put a note to talk about My Hero in our note, in like our discussion, and then okay. decided not to. There's a lot of interesting stuff with My Hero uh, Fair. this week. I, I don't have it ranked much higher than you, mm-hmm. but like... There's a lot of stuff that's better. Like, it reminded me a lot of the peaks of My Hero. And that's somewhat intentional with the Delaware Smash bit at the beginning. Yep. But I, I also like the sort of matching of their powers and Deku using Danger Sense against him. Like, yeah. There's a lot of really good idea in there. And s- s- the fight isn't all drawn poorly. Mm-hmm. But, like, the bits that are really drag it down. Yep. But there are some bits I'm like, oh, I know what happened and that's really cool. Yep. I kind of dominated the conversation. So, is there anything no, th- you want to say on it? That's fair. Just that kind of, you know, ev- like everyone giving up on Shigaraki and being like, "Yeah, just annihilate him. It's it's oh, fine." Yeah, that all that that doesn't work. That's just melodrama, right? Yeah, because it it's definitely not where the story's going, and we've already seen this hurdle. Yep. Yeah, for me, it's like, well, you know, if I were in this situation, yeah, sure, absolutely. No, I'm here to save everybody. All right, well, you you're part of everybody, bro. Don't kill yourself to save the villain. Well, that's always been Deku's fatal flaw. I know. Character, though, so. Yes, I, I'm aware that, but, like, so just, eh. I have Elusive Samurai here. Gotcha. Like I said, I just didn't think it was much this week. Uh, what do you have at number 10? That's where I have two on ice. Same. <laughs> this villain is so, like, like I keep saying. Yep. But I did like the ending of it. Yeah. So. Uh, what do you have at number nine? Nine is where I put Jujutsu Kaisen. I spent a lot of time looking at that panel where he got stabbed and nothing appeared to have happened, going, what? Yeah, but later it tells us what happened, but that's not great. Does it tell us? Yeah, I thought one, it just... Another of his powers got sealed. No, it was the curse tool that he had got destroyed. Oh, I thought it was There's another... a picture of him, of Sukina's hand with like a, a broken... Because he had that, it was like that dumbbell with crosses on it. Yeah. And there's a there's a picture of his hand with like a broken cross in his hand. And I'm assuming that's what happened. I thought it was a different one of his power. I can't remember what all his powers were, but I th- he had like a name for it. Gotcha. I remembered. And I thought that got sealed as well Maybe. as what happened. Uh, which is not great. I have it very slightly higher than you because Fair. I do like Sukina's like sort of inner monologue. Like, and he's like slowly coming to respect Itadori in a weird way. Mm-hmm. After that, and he'd be and like him being disappointed that the cool character died. Yeah, it's really interesting. Jujutsu Kaisen is weird for me to recommend to people. 
because like it's so Naruto in its like structure, but not at all like Naruto in tone or execution. Yep. But like Sukuna is obviously Kurama. And it's a three-man team with a teacher who's, like, got eye powers. He's yeah. not, they're not really eye powers, but... Uh, yeah. It's just so Naruto, but it's also way more intense. And what I'm starting to realize is, I think, one of the problems we talked about when we read Naruto the last time we did is how all these characters have all this potential and most of it doesn't pay off. Yep. The trick, I think, of Jujutsu Kaisen is when he's like, okay, I'm done with this character, is he just kills them off. Yep. Which is... Like, intense in the moment, but starting to wear. He said Jujutsu Kaisen's nearly done at the last Jump Fest. Mm. Um, I'm guessing we're probably going to... It makes sense. I'm guessing it's going to be most of this year, maybe into 2025, before it's actually done. From I mean, the, fair. From the comments. Yeah, just, that makes sense, because, like, Sukina's out now. Yeah. There's not a lot of up to get. Yep. But I can see another arc easily, and yeah. I can see yeah, it yeah. being the longest one, potentially. Yeah. Uh, like I'm not again, you know, I'm not saying it's ending next week, but this is definitely penultimate energy. But it's getting harder to care about a bunch of the characters because of how callously he kills them off. At first, that really intensifies how much you care. Yeah, but th- th- we've just gotten kill after kill lately. And like the thing with this whole, hey, this guy's actually pretty cool. And then, oh man, he sacrificed himself. At, like that's what killed the chapter for me was he sacrificed himself to let this happen. What happened? fucking nothing (laughs) like they don't even talk about it they don't mention it there's a single panel of him looking at his hand and then that's it and then you know he talks a bit about like man i'm sad that guy died (laughs) i'm like what so am i (laughs) like you made this guy you made this cool character you had him make this heroic last stand only to not have anything happen like that's so fucking dark it's weirdly dragon ball in a lot of ways but the difference is dragon ball had an escape hatch yeah and like I again I would have been fine again he doesn't need to kill Sakina with that attack but like just the fact that it felt like oh man he sacrificed himself for that ultimate attack and then got nothing that is so dark of sh- an ending for that guy I should have looked into Jujutsu Kaisen comments and see what the fans think cuz I've Fair. often ridiculed them for their thoughts particularly with the Gojo death although mm-hmm. there were some who were more reasonable and they had the, the people who you know could write multiple paragraph takes yep. tended to have pretty valid ones yeah and so I should have looked into it for that if this is a turning point for them or if they're continuing to like this cuz like I've said in a lot of ways I feel too old for Jujutsu Kaisen which is too bad mm-hmm. I have my hair academia at 9 what do you gotcha. have number 8 Eight is where I put Undead and Unluck. I thought it was, you know, fun, or not fun, but I thought it was interesting seeing him fighting off the the master rules or whatever. Yeah, and the idea that he has literally been fighting them every yeah. time is fun. And, yeah. like, even the him letting two of them in particular go yeah, is a fun idea. Yeah, I thought that was very neat. It actually went pretty high for me. Fair. Um, I have a Jujutsu Kaisen at eight. Gotcha. So what do you have at number seven? That's where I have the Elusive Samurai. My, like, like you said, I, I thought the joke with him having the scar... Man, that's going to make your character so much harder to draw. It was pretty funny. And then uh, I did like the bit at the end with the guy being like, uh, so how's the main battle going? Yeah, our army of 40,000 is losing to an army of 1,000. Fuck this guy. <laughs> I have Sakimoto days at seven. Okay. It's just fight. I enjoyed the fight, but I thought there was better stuff this week Fair. than just fight. What do you have at six? That's where I have Mission Azakura. I liked it. You know, I thought it was cute, so I enjoyed it. Uh, six is where I have a Kanabanashi. Okay. I really liked it, but it's just hype for the arc that's coming up. Fair. What do you have at five? That is where I put Sakamoto days. I like that stuff with the invisible blade. And again, the you know, the most important part of killing is deception. Makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, uh, I, so I, I liked it. it was neat. Mm-hmm. But I just thought other stuff was better this week. Um, Fair. 
I got Mission Yuzakura at five. Like I said, very charming. Gotcha. What do you have at number four? Four is where I put a Kanabanashi. You know, I, you know, I enjoyed it. I I liked a lot of those beats. I liked the stuff about the uh, the crazy gambler guy coming up and being like, "Listen, you know, I know that asshole is going to cause problems just because." Like on the principle of this girl, like I want her to get a recommendation if he deserve if she deserves it, not have all the stupid politics shit stopping her from getting it. Yeah, I have one piece at number four. Okay, number four in a very good week, so it's still very good. But like the Kuma punch is fine, but the art issues have to drag it down for me. That's fair, and it's not really the cathartic moment that I think people are celebrating it as. Like the cathartic moment is going to be when Saturn is defeated. Or, like, when Bonnie's hope is restored when she realizes what's up with Luffy. Mm -hmm. This is just making the situation more chaotic. And similarly, the Buster call doesn't feel like a huge raising of the stakes to me. It just feels like a natural up. Like, that doesn't feel as bad as Saturn showing up. No. Which has already happened. No, it just, it, it, honestly, it feels funny because they're like, we're doing a Buster call. All of these characters don't give a shit about ship cannons anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like, who the fuck cares? Zoro gonna do a link spin and it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, the Buster Call's terrifying to regular people, but all of these people are like Yonko level, not, you know what I mean, but like... They are literally a Yonko's crew yeah. and the smartest man in the world. Yeah, like, none of... Like, and Bonnie. Bonnie, and Bonnie is the weakest person here. <laughs> well... <laughs> Well, okay, yeah, she like is probably in a fight stronger than Usopp, but you know what I mean. Yes, I know what you mean. But... Usopp can hide behind Zoro more effectively. <laughs> yes. So yeah, it's there's a Buster Call happening. I haven't been concerned about a Buster Call in forever. I'm honestly more concerned about the Admiral and Saturn being yeah. here than a bunch of cannons firing like, at the like, place. If a Kainu shows up and turns the island into a volcano that's going to erupt, I guess that would be pretty bad. But short of that, <laughs> what's the Navy going to do? Yep. Like, do you... Do you think we're going to get a Luffy Akainu fight in One Piece? Because I less and less think we will. There's I don't think we will. There's obvious reason to with the big scar and yeah. the last time uh, Akainu was mentioned, like Luffy like shuddered. But I kind of think it's going to be Sabo who takes out Akainu at this point. Or Akainu's going to get so fed up with how much his job sucks that he's just going to like quit. I could see, yeah, I could see Sabo fighting him. I could see, because I know we technically already had the fight with uh, Aokiji. In him, but I could see because we rematch of that because we didn't see that fight. We did not see that fight, and like we know, Alkaji lost. But then it's a question of how much did he lose? Because there's still the question of did he actually change sides or was he like defect? What's you know, up with Alkaji? Is certainly a yes. So so that I but I would agree. I less and less feel like Luffy's gonna fight Akino at all. Kobe's gonna fight him for his girlfriend. <laughs> do you, do you know that theory that the you know the. I want to say he's Hanabi, the chicken sword who has a crush on Kobe, is a Kainu's daughter. Mm. It's based on the fact they have a Japanese dialect that only the two of them and all of One's piece speak with. Gotcha. So a lot of people think she's his daughter, mostly so they can draw awkward fan art of Kobe <laughs> <laughs> going to a Kainu, but... I want I want permission to date your daughter and just the, <laughs> the lava man being like, yeah. fucking no. <laughs> yeah. God! <laughs> Oh, what do you have at number three? Three is where I put Marshall Master Asami. I really liked a lot of the stuff. And, you know, that stuff with the fight was cool. I especially liked the fact that the older guy was able to research Nito more. So, like, I figured you out versus he's like, man, I, I don't know anything about this guy. And I do love that moment of them asking after the first round's over, hey, you having fun? And he's like, absolutely not. But, like, smiling as he says it. Yeah. 
I have Undead Unlocked at three. Gotcha. I really enjoyed that. Thought it was a lot of fun too. What do you have at number two? Number two is where I put Blue Box. Really powerful. Really liked that. I'm very interested to see what's going to happen next week. Yeah. Two's where I have Martial Master Asami. Fair. Just like I said, exactly the sort of fight stuff I want in a Shonen manga. I got you. What do you have at one? I have one piece of one. Even with the bad art, uh, I just really liked that Kuma punching out Saturn. And I'm interested to see what's going on with Kizaru, especially with that comment about like i should have brought darker shades you know and like was he luffy's uber eats driver or no yeah because it seemed like maybe not but also maybe maybe (laughs) i have blue box number one yep i thought it was the most powerful thing this week i got you all right we read jujutsu kaisen this week but before that we have to pick new stuff to talk about this year. yes we do so we talk about eight titles every week my first nominee is going to be One Piece, despite sure. me just nagging it for all that. <laughs> it is the thing I am still most excited to talk about every week. Gotcha. I will just go down my list and name Blue Box. Yeah. No, that's super fair. That would have been my number two as well. Number three is a bit tougher for me, but I'm just going to say Martial Master Asami. Still really enjoying that. So gotcha. still really want to talk about that every week. I'll name uh, Kanabanashi. It's been really cool. I am hype for this next bit of the arc. So... Yeah, for my next one, I'm going to say Jujutsu Kaisen. Okay. I just think talking about it will make me enjoy it more. It's not like my fifth favorite series right now, but I would like to talk about that. I'm going to name Mission Yozakura because I I like having something cute for us to talk about during it. And I've been liking, I know you haven't, you know, they pivoted to the twins and it's kind of a bit of a different series, but I've still been really liking it. I think my last pick is going to be Undead Unluck and really shake up what we're going to be talking about. Okay. Because uh, I think that's kind of on an upswing. I think we've joked about how an Unluck tends to be way better when we're not talking about it. Mm-hmm. So maybe I've just cursed it. But <laughs> where do you have to say mm-hmm. as our last thing? I'm going to say Sakamoto Days. Still been really liking that. Been liking a lot of the fights. But that, that was a tough one on... Because for me, it was between that and the, the Elusive Samurai. Yeah, I like Elusive Samurai, but I'm okay with it not talking about it for Same, a little while, I think. It, yeah, it's it, yeah, it's fine. I would have picked My Hero over it to talk about. Like, I know it's in its death throes, but sometimes I just want to talk about it. We Fair. did for a while this week. All right, that does it for Shonen Jump this week. We read Jujutsu Kaisen Volume 4, and we'll be back to talk about that after the break. So we read volume four of Jujutsu Kaisen, mm-hmm. which I think is a very good slice of Jujutsu Kaisen yep. in terms of what Jujutsu Kaisen is, both its pros and its cons. We get Itadori doing fights in it. And like I've said a number of times, that's despite the Hunter Hunter power system Jujutsu Kaisen has, that is probably only second to, Jujutsu, or to Hunter Hunter mm-hmm. in terms of what you can do to set up cool, complex fights. Yep. I like it most when it's simple punching. Yep. Because... The only manga I think is better at depicting physical combat is Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. It's so smooth. And that's most of the fights in, I guess, all of the fights in this volume, really. Yeah. Yeah. All the ones in this one. Most of them are very solid in Jujutsu Kaisen just in general. Like that panel of Itadori uh, kneeing Toto in the face, like getting both of his hands on his head and just like kneeing him in the head. Or I'm So th- good. I'm thinking of the one where, what's his name? The, the cursed spirit who 
the, punches the, people's souls. Yeah, I forget his name, but I know what you're talking about. Where he like is really thin and like Itadori grabs him and he turns into spikes. Like yep. that's a complex idea. Yeah. But it's done really well and it's very clear what's happening in the art. Yeah. Yeah, I, I liked that the when he like because he fires off like a drill arm and he grabs the bit that's connected to him and he's like, ha! And then the spikes come out and he just like uses those to yank the guy harder. And uh, I do like that bit where he's like, you know, most people would let go. What he says is normal people let go. <laughs> yes. I also like when um, Nanami, or Nanami, Nanami comes by. He's like, how are you doing? And is like, I got some holes in me, but otherwise I'm fine. And yeah. he's like, you're fine? <laughs> like, But that's just his thought bubble, like, fine? <laughs> yeah, look, the best part of shonen uh, manga is when they get beat up and fall down and cough a little blood and then struggle back up. Mm-hmm. It's why I like Itadori. But like I th- th- said, I think it's a perfect slice because you get that on display. You get a character just dying. Yep. You know, we're surprised about it now, but it goes back at least this far. Yep. With Junpei just dying suddenly and with no fanfare, which is a real tone setter. Mm-hmm. We get the complex power B- BS with the Cursed Spirit's domain yep. and the way that interacts with Sukuna. Yep. Which is also a pretty cool bit where he's like, yeah, I said I would let you get away with it once. Yep. And then we get straight up Naruto when this arc ends and now we have to have a tuning exams. Yep. Which is almost beat for beat. It's a much faster, condensed version of the tuning exams, but we already had the Gari shows up and threatens them a bit. Yep. And now we go right into the Forest of Death. Yep. Slash tournament, because they kind of pair off. Sort of. But then the flower demon shows up, or spirit. I, not in this volume. Yeah, I'm just yeah, talking yeah. about Waylord. Well, yeah, again, like the tuning exams yeah. in the middle of them, the villains show up to yep. make it more serious. Yep. Like I said, it's weird how structurally Naruto it is when it feels nothing like Naruto. Yeah. But the more you look at it, so many things map just one to one. Mm-hmm. It's very odd. But yeah, I think this is like an excellent vertical slice, and it's back when I was really enjoying Jujutsu Kaisen, as opposed to now where I feel like it's lost me with its power system. Mm-hmm. And I'm slowly going through the anime, and if I wonder if that sort of reinforcement will help it stick in my mind. Gotcha. I would really like to see the Sakuna Gojo fight in anime and like see maybe I should just go reread it and see how it reads all together mm-hmm. as opposed to one week at a time and see if I'd like it more then. Fair. I feel like even then, like what's going on is a little bit too wordy. Mm-hmm. Maybe in anime though, when it gets to it like in twenty twenty five. Yep. Is there anything you want to say about this volume? No, I think I've talked about all the stuff that I wanted to say. All right. Do we want to add anyone to personality power level? Vegeta, what does the scouter say about his power level? So yeah, Nanamin is a, he's interesting. I like him. He's got just enough background, but he is basically just in that secondary mentor role. Yep. Who then kind of just vanishes. Uh, doesn't he die in the Shibuya incident? I feel like he does. Maybe he does. Maybe he does. Maybe I'm wrong. No, you, you're probably right. He probably does. He's like, Probably better than Goro Miura, though, who is the second editor in Bakuman that yeah. they get. Like, he's the most comparable character, I mm-hmm. feel like. And he's probably better than him. Yep. But, like, probably not as good as Zoro from One Piece. No. Probably not as good as Casca from Berserk. No. Better or worse than Don Kanoji from Bleach? Worse. Okay. Better or worse than Asta from Black Clover? Better. Better or worse than Daichi Sawamura from Haikyuu, who is the top not samurai guy? Probably not as good, right? No, not as good. Better or worse than Jonathan Joestar? Better. Okay. Better or worse than Sakaki from Azamanga Daio? Probably not as good. Yeah. All right. 
So Nanami will go at number 86, above Jonas and Jonathan Joestar and below Sakaki. And that'll do it for this week on Jumpstart Weekly. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week, we are going to read volume 12 of One Piece, because in my One Piece reread on the Discord, that's where we are. So if you want to join up with us, yep. you only have 12 volumes to go. It's only 100 chapters. It's a real breezy read. Yep. Uh, he fights a fish guy. He fights a mobster so hard, his house falls down. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good stuff. Until then, our opening theme is Fighting Against One's Will by Midair Machine. Our closing theme is A Psychic Fist Fight by Tom W. Emerit. Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions, and our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt. www.lastpodcast.com is our website, where you can check out my other podcasts, It's a Gundam, and Last Time on Video Games. Is there anything you want to plug this week, Kevin? Nope. Have a great week, everyone. Gotta stop.